Welcome back, Patriots. This is part two of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you missed part one, you better go back and listen. Here we go. You can't outvote mail-in ballots. There's no transparency. And the machines, I can make a machine do anything I want it to do. I can make the tally and the ballot images. I can make them look any way I want. I can change the date. You would never know. I could steal all the money out of your bank account with just a few lines of code. True story. That, I mean, that, it literally is that easy. All right. I want to hear it. I need, I, need some, I need some life. I need some pep in my step. So I need, I need David to bring some fire. So let's go ahead and play David. Fire. Thank you for joining us. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. If you could please state your address. Hickman's about to get David knocked. Clements. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Hickman's about to get his head knocked in. This is good. Slave. That's what I am to this system, to your corruption. This is outrageous. This is a national crisis, and you're giving people two minutes to address a national crisis. And the way that you guys can just sit there, it's disgusting. Watching you pledge allegiance to my flag was disgusting the way that you sold us out. You said you don't have the statutory authority to do anything. You're going to take a yes, no vote. What does that tell us? Yes or no. If it's just yes, then why are you here? Why are you here then? You have discretion. And when you certify something, you're saying that it's trustworthy. There's nothing trustworthy about this. This is theater. It's optics. I was a longtime prosecutor. I went after drug traffickers. This is vote trafficking at its finest. I've seen the criminal element. You are vote traffickers. You are a vote trafficker. Criminal. What are you gonna do about it? You've sold us out. You've sold us out. You've sold us out. So we're not here to be civil. You're worried about language? We're worried about our voices being stolen and never getting a fair election again. That's what we're worried about. So a curse upon you, a curse upon all of you, you smug, smug people. What, you got got another chicken for him and he's burned down Mr. Hickman? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Am I bothering you? Am I bothering you? Because this election bothered me. And you're doing nothing about it. I don't care about that stupid buzzer. This is sickening. You have the power as the chairperson to enlarge the time limits and actually hear your constituents instead of putting a muzzle on them. Thank you. Your time is up. Thank you very much. All right, next speaker is John Landry. And these sheriffs, you got to know who you stand with. This is disgusting. Mr. Landry. You, you know, you can see the hands going up like this. That's their way of, of clapping. You're not allowed to clap. So like, <sighs> and it was these, it was these ladies that were just amazing. Uh, you know, I actually just got calmer listening to you speak because, and that's what happened that day too. I, I felt like my voice came out and I talked and then your voice came out and we talked crazy it was it was crazy yeah 
there's a lot there's a lot going through my head there and, and the, the vote trafficker thing when i said you're a vote trafficker and i looked off camera and i pointed downwards that's where steven ricker was sitting and to see him like two feet away look look him in his eyes and, and tell him exactly like you're you're not you're not pulling anything over on anyone and we started off that meeting i think the other thing that really made us angry not just the pledge of allegiance Stephen yeah. Ricker got up there and started telling everyone that we're a bunch of conspiracy theorists. And Joe, you actually you know, sounded like I got pissed. When, yeah. Yeah, I got pissed. I stood up. I was like, no, I, I, I actually cussed. I don't know if you can find that. <laughs> but I was like, just shut your mouth. You're an elected official. You don't get to call us anything. You don't get to do that. You don't get to, to badmouth us. I, I was pissed. I, I think I, I even used a couple words that I can't use on this show. Yeah. Well, and, and when you're in there, the, you got the sheriffs that are looking through the room. So in their special executive session, they wargamed all of this, folks. They, they probably had a nice discussion with the sheriffs, the deputies. This is what's going to happen if this happens. This is what we're going to do if this happens. And it was a, a really fine line to walk. Um, but Hickman, this is something that's probably lost on a lot of folks, but not lost on Joe or Apollo, was that Hickman Farms, that's the that's the location where we had this mysterious fire on the eve of when the court approved an audit. Right. So this is after four months in litigation to try to secure paper ballots, which many of us don't believe we actually got the tried and true ballots from the 2020 election because all of all kinds of chain of custody issues. But in the midst of this, you had this super mysterious fire. And um, Mr. Hickman knew who I was. Because I introduced him to a, a large audience at the cyber symposium. And we, because we played the clip of the fire and we put his ugly face right up there where everyone could see it. Um, but the reason why I piped up the way that I did was I could see him mustering up his false indignity. He's heard enough of, of me accusing people. And he was whispering over to Bill Gates like he was going to step up and basically end this. And so the, the, the dressing that, if you could have saw his face, it was like someone slapped the soul out of him. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that because he needed the soul slapped out of him. Yeah, I think you got. I think Hickman got a hickey. You're like, well, sorry. Well, you you called it. You called it perfectly after the meeting because yeah. you said you know Hickman looked like he was pained. Yeah. And and looking back, you're right. You had a different vibe for each one. And it, correct me if I'm wrong. Like Gallardo or Gallardo, soulless. Um, no soul. No soul. Right. Smiling. Yawning. Gates, sociopath, right? He's just reading his script. He, nothing affects him. Hickman looks like he's been visited by the, the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Like he's tortured over this because the weight of, of, of his complicitness is there. He knows there's an accounting. And then the other ones kind of just, they've, all, they've basically, basically just been told to, to hush up, be quiet. Um, it was surreal, though, because for two years, we've known who these people are. And to get in the room with them. That's why it was so difficult to, to kind of stifle our emotions. Well, and you know, they, uh, I find it, I found it laughable, not in a funny way, but the entire time that they're in that meeting, you know, I think after you stood up, I think they complained about it. They started acting like they were victims. And then the rest of the time, uh, after they started to get challenged at all, they stood up there in their little chairs where they just talked down to everyone and, you know, psychopath, sociopath, whatever, 
it's an excellent word because the unfazed, he just looks at everyone and completely lies. And it, it's obviously a script. But then, like, a, no, a pin could drop and they go, we will have you thrown out. Do not make any noise in here. You are not allowed to speak, peasants. That's how they talked yeah. to everyone during that meeting. And it was worse during the, the court hearing today. Well, and I heard that, that they were saying, well, you know, they referred to me later as the gentleman really didn't didn't bring up any facts. It's like, oh, you're going to give me more than two minutes to give you facts? I mean, that's the kind of horse shit that we're talking about is that they will determine the playing field, limit your ability to talk, and then use that as support saying, look, if there's more to say, then we obviously would have heard it. Well, how? You're only going to give people two minutes before a sheriff physically removes them. I personally think this is the hill to die on. I think it's the hill to die on. Give me liberty or give me death. Give me a voice. Give me freedom. I think we should be in the streets in every city. In every single city across America. I think we should have Brazil in every city. And by the way, the worse the city, like Portland, the more we should be there. And let me tell you something else. You're not going to like what I'm about to say. Patriots, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, the patriots outside of Portland. Assemble your people. Take back your city. And you'd say, well, we have the police. And I would say, so what? Assemble all of your people. And then make sure the rules are set. You tell the police you're going to protest. You go, to the, you go to the belly of the beast. You set rules. By the way, guys, I want you to know something. I did the math. If you would have come out in Phoenix and done your duty, it would have ignited across the entire nation. You would have been the people that caused a revolt across a country, a revolution across the country. You're more willing to go to New York City, Times Square, to stand up for Iran than you are for yourself because it's safe. They can't do anything to you if you're out there by the tens of thousands saying, oh, we want to stand up for Iran. You can't stand up for yourself. But here's the rules. You're not going to like it. This, this, by the way, is my own feelings. They do not represent the feelings of Professor Clements or Apollo. You set the rules. And here are the rules. We don't leave until you enforce the law. We don't leave until the DA prosecutes every single criminal on the street to the fullest extent of the law. We don't leave until you start doing your job and stop putting drugs on the street and you remove the drugs from the street. We don't leave until you stop Antifa from terrorizing communities and acting as if they were Guido back in some sort of Italian mob. And if Antifa comes to the streets, and if one can is thrown, if one rock is thrown, and the police don't do anything about it, then you drop the full weight of the consequence on those people. That is what you do in order to stop this in your community. 
And if you want us to talk about history, you want to go back in time and look at history, the history tells the tale. When accountability, ethics, and morals, when it's face forward, and if the police won't do their job, because pension, I just want my pension to get out of here. If the police won't do their job, because the DA won't prosecute them. If the D- police won't do their job because they're afraid and operating in fear, then it is our obligation and our duty to do it for them. There you go. Amen. I, hey, Joe, I think I agree with your rules. And, and here's the deal. You know, we talk about sheriffs. I can't tell you, especially if you've gone to Republican events. And you've been to campaign events. We've all heard about people. Oh, we've got a great constitutional sheriff. Bull. Bull. Every sheriff I know talks about, and they talk a good game about being the supreme law enforcement in their county. I've heard it a million times. Sheriff of Pyle. Yeah. Or Pyle. He, that was, he, was, he was the one. He was, he was a good one. There's, there's, a, there's a few. But that's the problem. You've got 3,000 plus counties. And we only know of a few, a few, where they understand their power and, and, and they could give you the legal authority. But Joe, what you're talking about, there's still legal authority there because one, the right to peacefully assemble, to, to petition the government for a redress agreement, that is the supreme law. Don't that. And then what you say, until the first rock is thrown. You wait until someone does something. At that point, folks, I've done a lot of cases where I had to look at charges for battery, assault. A perfect defense is self-defense. And you can, as long as you use proportionate force, as long as it's proportionate. Slightly proportionate. It can be be improportionate and to the point to incapacitate their ability to continue the fight against you, the assault. So, So you're looking at reasonability, right? So there's, there's a question there on what it takes. Joe's not a victim. Apollo's not a victim. I'm not a victim. We, we, need, to, we need to get rid of this victim mentality. Everybody need- wonders why, if, I'm, if, if, if we're willing. David, are we willing? We stood out there 12 hours a day, and it was not the hottest day, but that sun literally just, it beats down on you. We don't think in terms of, 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 we don't personalize it. No. We don't think about our own kids. We think that's someone else's kid out there that's losing their community. That's someone else's school board. That's a problem. Well, I mean, Joe, what did I say? What was it, yesterday? I talked about the sheriffs. We did a live stream on, uh, on Telegram, too. I mean, I'm, I'm real on board with your, with your rules. This is what I was talking about with the sheriffs. They are part of this psychopathic system along with us. And if we have the fear of God, we would be out on the streets. Right. If everyone has the fear of God, we'd be out on the streets. The sheriffs need fear of the people just as much as these elected officials do because they see the same thing. If we're looking to them like, what, you're our daddy? You're going to take care of us because we're too helpless to help ourselves? No, that's not, that's not how it works. That's not what that relationship is supposed to be. The sheriffs should fear the rest of the people too, because if they're not going to stand up for us, then they don't deserve to be there and they deserve to know that. So people should be getting in the sheriff's face and saying, hey, are you doing your job? Because it doesn't look like it. 
those sheriffs were going to remove people out of that meeting, problem. Paul, let me say this real quick because I I don't want people to think that we're just flying off the handle. People need to realize, for, for me, I was a chief deputy district attorney. Every single felony charge that had to be approved in Lincoln County went through me. The Lincoln County Sheriff's, the Ruidoso Police Department, state police, you name it. And you're absolutely right. You know, I actually believe in the white hats. I actually believe in, in, in the sheriffs being the good guys. But I get tired of people just acting like they're the big shot when they want to run for office. But when there's a pivotal moment where they could deputize their entire church to say, look, there's an exception or exemption that you don't have to wear a mask if you're law enforcement. I'm going to deputize my entire church to make sure that you can worship together without a mask. That actually happened with one sheriff in in Truth or Consequences, Sheriff Hamilton. That needed to be commonplace across the country. That's the kind of power where if they worked with the people, you could fight back and you could do so righteously. Absolutely. uh, Bones Mama, thanks for sending it over. I'm so sorry. I, I need to tell you that I'm smiling and laughing inside right now. Let, let me read to you this communist manifesto from the, um, what is this? This is a bulletin from the National Terrorist Advisory System. <laughs> Tell me you're, they're not communists without telling me they're not communists. Let me read it to you. Ready? The United States remains in a heightened threat environment. Lone offenders and small groups motivated by a range of ideological beliefs and or personal grievances continue to pose a persistent and lethal threat to the homeland. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Hold on, it gets better. The homeland. Domestic actors and foreign terrorist organizations continue to maintain a visible presence online in attempts to motivate supporters to conduct attacks in the homeland. Threat actors have recently mobilized to violence, citing factors such as reactions to current events and adherence to violent extremist ideologies. In the coming months, threat actors could exploit several upcoming events to justify or commit acts of violence, including certifications related to the midterm elections, (laughs) (laughs) the holiday season, and associated large gatherings, the marking of two years since the breach of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, 2021. And potential socio-political developments connected to ideological beliefs or personal hostility. Targets of potential violence include public gatherings, <laughs> faith-based institutions, and LGBTQMOMNCOQNAB community, schools, racial and religious minorities, government facilities, and personnel, U.S. critical infrastructure, the media and perceived ideological opponents. That's a broad term. (laughs) (laughs) This is real? Oh my goodness. I'm looking... Are you serious? (laughs) Oh my gosh. My head hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't... I can't... I can't... 
Our homeland is under attack. Wow. They actually use these words. That is spectacular. Yeah. Is Go back like and tell Marvel me where the comic? homeland is actually used. The homeland was used in communist Russia. It was used in China. It was used in every communist nation across the world. Same with Comrade. I mean, I can go down the I can go down the lines for you. They are talking to us in exactly. They are talking to us exactly in the term that they want us to see it in. They're not hiding it anymore. These are communists. These are fascists. These are exactly the same people that they say that they're fighting against. We don't have a grievance against any political ideology. We have a grievance against Satan. That's what we have a grievance against. And Satan will not take over our country. And the machines must go. And the mail-in ballots must go. And they are not listening to the people in this country. They are literally indoctrinating it. And it was Elon Musk himself that said that Twitter is being used to, uh, out, to go against the elections in our country. Yeah. Wow. The homeland. I want you to think of Joe Biden with that red backdrop and think of the Germans. I think the Germans used the word homeland quite a bit too, didn't they? Where where do they talk about the border invasion? Anywhere? Oh, in October 2022, an individual broke into the home of a member of Congress. A leftist creep. Who he was having sex with, I think was the was was what we were told, right? Isn't that what we were told? Yeah, where'd that story go? Oh, where'd that story went? go? <laughs> it just <laughs> <laughs> I I can't uh, Miss Carolyn, thank you. Thank you for those kind words. I, I have to tell you, we uh it, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Whew. I'm trying so hard. I am, dude, I am trying, just so you know, I am trying hard for everybody just to be, I don't even know. David, what am I trying to be? We lose David? He's getting, I'm, a, te- I'm He's getting a text from Charlie Kirk, too. Is his little, are you getting one, too? Saying, please, they're, will you they're stop? Telling me, they're telling me, can you please tell Joe to stop talking about Charlie <laughs> Kirk? Uh, it, <laughs> And Not and here's the th- and, and here's the thing about right here's the thing about me. I may not have Charlie Kirk's audience yet, but David, will I? You, this man doesn't give up, folks. <laughs> Joe does not quit. We we went from zero to seven million. It is my goal if I have to walk door to door to make sure everyone understands truth. And by the way, the things that we're doing for Native Americans, that's gonna, we're going to incorporate what we do for Native Americans. We're going to stop the trafficking from the reservation. We're going to work with and create groups so that they can actually police their own community for drugs. So when drug, drug users and pushers come onto the reservation, yeah, they can handle theirs. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. Of the show, they're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, They're also the best gun store in Colorado. 
Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Stop using them as pimps and, and drug pushers to their own people. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do some great stuff. We're going to do some amazing good. And we're going to continue to push hard and push down. I'm, I'm disgusted. All right, we're out of time. Are we out of time? We're out of time. No, before we go, David, I have to do this. We had so much more to go over. Daggone it. We had the, we had the stuff with General Flynn who came out and says, people, what, what do you say? Oh, it's a great clip. It says people are demanding decertification. General Flynn, you're absolutely right. General Flynn, I'm calling on you right now to go to Arizona. I'm calling on you right now to go stand in that circle outside of the Capitol to stand there for five days. I'll come down and stand with you. David, will you? I'll come right back. General Flynn, I call on you to go down there. Jovan Pulitzer, I don't particularly like you. I don't. I'm going to say it right now. I don't like you. I don't, I, don't, I don't like how you sexualize things. I don't like how you steal people's stuff. I don't like any of it. And if you're real, I know I'm doing a, I'm doing a podcast with you. I'm going to show you grace. You don't show me grace, though. And let me tell you something. I will spend, I will make sure it's my waking hour every single day, making sure people understand truth. And frankly, I got nothing left to do right now because we got another year to another election. And they're going to let this one go because that's how feckless we are. Collectively, not you that's listening. But you need to go to Arizona, stand in the gap for five days, and you need to invite everybody else down there and not think it's about you. And Charlie Kirk, I'm calling on you. You know, the one that says, oh, we're going to withhold certification. And look, the media's talking about it. They're talking about it. Ah! The media's talking about it. Ah! Go to Arizona. Stand in the circle. Talk to the people. Quit acting like it's about you. And make it about the people of Arizona who are suffering. Make it about the people in all 50 states. Then you will have my respect. Then I will stop talking about it. Until then, eh. Go to Arizona. Be on the ground. Give people the, the ability to walk outside and feel like there are others that are gathering around them. Don't work against it. J.P. Sears. I appreciate your video, brother. That was an amazing video. 500,000 people watched it where he talked about the fact that Katie Hobbs was not elected. 
J.P. Sears has never come out and talked as strongly as he did. He's a, he's a, he's a comedian. Called and advertised people to go to Arizona and stand up for the fraud. A protest. Called for it. You go there. You stand in the circle. People in Colorado, save Colorado, go to Arizona. People in New Mexico, go to Arizona and Texas, Alabama. And if you don't want to go to Arizona, then organize it in your state. Call for a national protest that does not end. You, you want to know how to solve the problem? I just gave you the formula. When the voice of the people goes becomes so loud it's deafening, then and only then will we get what we want. They will reset it. Now keep in mind, they will come right back to it. But the demands are simple. One, election day is a national holiday. Nobody should have to worry about the fact that they can't stand in line for six hours because they have to work. It is a national holiday. We give dead people holidays. We sure as heck can give a holiday to the most important thing we have in this country, which is our voice. Two, paper ballot, no machines, counted at a precinct level. You must have an ID, clean the voter rolls completely. And everyone gets an opportunity who is an American citizen over the age of 18 to vote. Every single person. And if that happens, and if the voice of the people is such that they elect to have communist, fascist environment, I will live with the consequences. Will you, David? No. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, as far as the election, I get, I get your point, but I, I live to fight another day, right? You live to fight another day, but you have to respect the apparatus because it is a transparent apparatus. Yeah. Count the votes at the precinct level. Eliminate the fraud. Get rid of Runbeck. Get rid of Dominion. Get rid of ESNS. Get rid of the entire establishment, the cabal that they have built in order to steal the voice of the American people. Now you go and get in the streets. We will put these videos out there. Laura Logan has some amazing things to say. She, she really just crushed it. Um, One thing I loved about what she was talking about yeah. is the fact that these people don't know code. They don't know machines. All these people who are, you know, who are trying to brush this away, who want to keep, you know, twisting the, the focal point away from the machines. Mm-hmm. She... I mean, it was like I was hearing her parrot you. She's like, yeah, these people don't know crap about machines. They don't yeah. know anything about code. Let's, let's play her two-minute clip because she's my spirit animal. She actually shared my, my deal on uh, uh, Twitter. So I was getting phone calls. Hey, Laura Logan's lighting you up over here on Twitter. I was like, oh, I'm not on Twitter. I wish I was. Go ahead and play it. This is a moment now for people to see them for who they truly are. We now are in no illusions about the Bill Gates of Maricopa <laughs> County, right? 
He's shown his true colors, and so have the rest of them at the Board of Elections in Maricopa, over the objections of their constituents, over the objections of the GOP locally, over the objections of people all across you this country. They have certified an election that the truth is they have absolutely no way to vouch for those results. It is a complete lie. And, and, and they have been put to shame by Cochise County, right, in Arizona, and put to shame by another county in Pennsylvania, counties that had the courage to stand up and say, we're not going to certify an election that we can't stand by. And the real truth here is that there isn't an election official in America who can certify an election that is run by machines because they don't speak code. They don't go into those machines. They don't test them. They don't have the vaguest idea what they're talking about. When they tell you they certify that election, they're lying, 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 lying through their teeth. And the reality is that uh, when they say they do risk limiting audits and all these other controls, you know what you find when you peel back the curtain? Oh, wait, a risk limiting audit is you looked at maybe 100 ballots out of how many thousands? And you use that, you know, test sample to say that all of them are valid until we have an election system that can be verified and transparent by anyone in this country. It should be like jury duty. You should have kids in high schools that are there. You should have cameras. You should have every step of the process be transparent because you know what I discovered when I worked on this for seven months straight is that every step of the process is involved with fraud. That's the truth of our elections. There's no part of our elections that isn't subject to fraud. And it's time to stop lying to ourselves and lying to each other. Boom. Yep. Where's your beautiful wife? She just got home. She's, she's rustling in the kitchen right now, trying to keep my right. three kids quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's so much more that I want to I want to put up, and and we'll, maybe we'll start a little bit in the morning. David, you should start coming on on a regular basis. We should have you on every week, um, you know, just to get you kind of in the mix of what we're doing here. Uh, we are going to be starting this tour. Do you want to tell people about that? It's called the 2023. I'm about the Greater Magistrates Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, the biblical principle that that's out there for anyone that's been in the word before is that the movement that really transformed the world was the Christian movement. It started with the 12 and then Jesus sent out another 72 by two. And it's also based in part on the book, the doctrine of the lesser, lesser magistrates. And what Joe, I think was pretty visionary because I didn't want to even admit this six months ago was that the lesser magistrate, that is your board of supervisor. That is your county commission. Um, they can withhold certification. They can stand in the gap in a place of interposition between a, a, a tyrant at the state level, between bad laws and victims. And so what I think we've just come to the, the place where the lesser magistrate, if we can't rely on them, what's left? It's the greater magistrate. And the greater magistrate is us. We're the, we're the person that elected before they were selected ambassadors that were put in positions in government to protect our liberty, to protect our rights, and they betrayed us. So we need to claim back that power because there's been a breach of the trust. And so what we're, what we're proposing is over the next calendar year is to send out two by two, hit the highways and byways and teach people because we've forgotten. It's like 
It's like it's in our DNA, but we've forgotten what makes us American. Train people on standing in the gap. Give people application. Give them tasks to do. And once they're equipped, they tap two more people on the shoulder, send them forward to where we, you can almost see a network of highways and byways where it's like it's veins, it's, it's blood vessels, right? Where we change the, the trajectory of this country. But it's got to be at the local level. And uh, so the Greater Magistrates Tour is going to start at the start of the new year. I'll be part of it. Joe will be part of it. Uh, many others will. And it, it's, not, it's not about us. This is the other thing. We're trying, to, we're trying to cast a vision for Americans seeing themselves as the hero in the story. The nameless, faceless person. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. Well, I got to tell you, it is, you know, we would rather be doing a lot of other things than this, wouldn't we? And I know all of you would too. I would love to have a barbecue with all the people that watch us on the podcast, a, a, a Patriot Palooza. <laughs> For those of you who know what the Lollapalooza was back in the day, is this still going on? Lollapalooza still going on? Yeah, I'm sure it is. It was awesome. I want a Patriot Palooza. I I to... Char- Charlie Kirk's got one. I mean, is there oh, an Ampfest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ampfest. Yeah, let's have an Ampfest. Let's go there and talk about being brave as if we're reading a storybook. Let's talk about courage, but let's not be about it. Let's tell people not to do that. I told you what we have to do. Yes, we are old. Absolutely. How about we just fix it and then we can have a, you know, victory palooza. Absolutely. By the way, we're not talking about 2,000 people barbecuing. We're talking about 2 million people barbecuing. Can you imagine 2 million people? I I, I tried to do it. Only 300 people showed up. <laughs> and then, of course, the media, because everything has to be smaller. So it was 300, and they turned it into tens of people. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, tens of people showed up. Yeah. I want to I want to go through, if I can, really quickly before we get off. I, David, I want to get your ca- thought on this. We did this this morning. This was the uh, – this was so well written. And I have to give kudos to Ash. Because she actually told me this morning, David, you, you probably didn't hear about this. Probably, she told me this morning, this is a powerful um, uh, uh, email that we wrote to Congress, right? Powerful letter. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to read it this morning. And uh, 
So I'm going to read it again. And I'm, I'm going to maintain tough because I got, already got another thought in my mind that's going to keep me away from any sort of emotion. And then we're going to quickly play this uh, get used to different. And uh, then I'm going to ask, David, I'm going to ask you to close us in prayer, if you would. Sure. So this, this fax blast says, in the, and this is, Dear Congress, get used to different. In the final month of the year, the season of joy and wonder and magic, each of you in Congress is unique and inimitable as a snowflake, so your plans for this time of year are sure to be just as diverse. Still, given your station, your upcoming retreats will have a few things in common. For example, you and your family won't go hungry. You will have an abundant of, you will have abundant food, and you will likely waste much of what you don't consume. You won't have to choose between paying your rent or the heat or buying the presents. Of course, you'll also have the decorations and ceremonial meals and all the trappings and accesses. Your children's faces will beam with joy at their blessings. You won't have to moonlight in the peak hours for the double pay. No, you don't need to turn up until sometime in January. You might even nap. There's a growing divide between the ruling elite and free Americans. That chasm has <clears throat> never been more visible <coughs> than during this time of massive spending and massive inflation and more spending and bankruptcies and closed businesses and deaths by despair. <coughs> Since this is a season where Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, consider a moment his life and ministry. In the modern portrayal of the chosen, Jesus calls Matthew to follow him. Simon objects because Matthew, a tax collector, was considered an agent of the oppressive Roman government and viewed as a traitor to the Jewish people. He was ruling elite. Do you have any idea what this guy has done? Simon protests. Do you even know him? Jesus simply says, yes. I don't get it, Simon says. Simon protests, but this, excuse me. I'm sorry, I missed a line. Apologies. I don't get it. You don't get it when I chose you either, said Jesus. Simon protested, but this is different. And Jesus replied, get used to different. So we have a demand for remedy for Congress. You swore an oath to protect, preserve, and defend our natural rights. Reconcile that with your intentions and actions. In our pursuit to reclaim our republic and our freedoms, we are 100% committed to nonviolent action. Still, make no mistake, we are committed to action. We won't be silenced or intimidated. We are watching and listening. We are considering and determining the value of our investment in this iteration of our self-governance and we will restore this republic our republic get used to different happy december and here's a quick cut of peter and this is uh, excuse me of matthew and this uh this just kind of gets you to what it means to be different and to stand up even when you're told you could lose it all which is certainly what I'm willing to give. And it's certainly what, David, you're willing to give. But let's go ahead and play this, and then we'll come back. Must be nice to live in the world so simply ordered. We live in the same world, Matthew. Next. Besides, what else are you going to do with a mind like yours?
Matthew. Matthew, son of Alpheus. Yes. Follow me. Me? <laughs> yes, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? You want me to join you? Keep moving, street preacher. Do you have any idea what this guy has done? Do you even know him? Yes. Listen, I said to... What are you doing? Where do you think you're going? Guys, let me go. Have you lost your mind? You have money. Quintus protects you. No Jew lives as good as you. You're gonna throw it all away. Yes. I don't get it. You didn't get it when I chose you either. But this is different. I'm not a tax collector. Get used to different. Oh, wow. New case. Uh, thank you for the Rumble Rant of $50. Hey, Joe, this is for the barbecue. <sighs> what do you think of that, David? Love it. You know, um, you asked me to pray, and I, before I pray, I just want to say one thing that had a major impact on me 10 years ago, and that was, re that was reading the Gulag Archipelago by Solzhenitsyn. And, and the thought was, if I read this book, we could, we could never have our country slip into the same type of depravity or hopelessness, and yet we're there. Even the sophistication of our arrest with J6, we're there. In fire, the, the entire first third of the book deals with the, the scheme of arresting people to the point where they just didn't care anymore. And we're there. And one of the things that Solzhenitsyn remarked on was the way that people of faith carried themselves. There's an aberration. I don't know if he was a believer then or if he became a believer later, but there's something about the Christian man and woman where they would not confess to crimes they didn't commit and they would keep their head up high. They possess dignity and assurance of um, something that their faith gives them. And that's eternal life because of the choice in Jesus. And I've thought about that often as we've gone to places that are really lonely. When we're mocked, when I read a, a paper about Joe or myself or other people, just destroying our, our reputations. Um, to not let that define us. And so, folks, that might be dark, but there, there's there's absolute freedom in a person that does not have fear because they know that this isn't it. So I want to leave you with that word, and then if you all are ready, I'll go ahead and pray for you. I'm ready. All right. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for the freedoms that we do enjoy, 
We thank you for family. We thank you for our children. We thank you for our spouses. We thank you for the promise that is contained in our Declaration of Independence and for the structure of our Constitution, even though we don't recognize it anymore. We thank you for giving us these blessings. We are born into blessing, and yet in 30 years we've squandered it. We've lost sight of that dream. So, Lord, we pray that you renew your great covenant with us, recognizing that America was a birthplace for one thing, and that was to proclaim the gospel. It was a place founded on religious freedom. People sailed an ocean to come someplace to where they could talk, proclaim, learn about you, and you've honored that. You've honored this country with prosperity beyond belief, and yet now we're, we're losing that dream and our, our identity. We pray that it's not too late, Lord. So we pray tonight here on this podcast for revival. We pray for transformation of souls, that people would find something within themselves that they've never seen before. We pray that people would start their ministry tonight. They'll go out and proclaim truth no matter how feeble their resources, but they they would use the voice that you've given them. And we pray that you would save this country, Lord, the country that we love. We pray that you would save us, even though we don't deserve it. Mm. We don't even deserve it, Lord. But you're a good God, and you love your children. And so we, we cry out to you, Father. Please give us our country back. Please restore yourself to the public square. Please restore yourself to our schools, to our courtrooms, to the university. And let us proclaim the good news as a beacon of light in this country. We pray a special blessing on everyone that's listening to this podcast right now. That that you would provide them with the resources that they need, whether it's monetary, spiritual, emotional, to get up tomorrow and do the best they can for that day and renew their faith where they can go back to the well, draw once again, and give them a task day by day. And we ask for all of these things, not for our own glory, not for the glory of America, but for your glory. We pray that your Holy Spirit would work through tens of millions of people here in America and across the world that we can make this earth a little bit more like heaven where there's no dominion. We ask all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Oh, I looked up and there were 777. That's a good number. There should be 777 rumbles when we get off here. Yeah, it should be 777 rumbles. Guys, need to rumble it out let's go hey david as always i know we're going to talk later on this week hopefully i get a chance to talk to you tomorrow but i just want to i want to thank you for your friendship i want to thank you for walking this journey with me i want to thank you for being my brother in christ and i want to thank you for your commitment to all the things that you and aaron and your family have sacrificed for those that would step over you if you were on the side of the road and needing help so i just appreciate you thank you brother Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Apollo. We've lost a lot of friends doing this, and we found new ones. And uh, I'm I'm so pleased and, and and blessed to count both of you as friends. Um, we don't have as many, but the quality of the few that we have it's great, huh? Is 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 fantastic. Yeah. 
right. God right. bless you. Sure. We'll God see bless. you soon. Bye, brother. See you. As always, great show, Apollo. You put together. You're the glue. And uh, Ash, what's that? If you call me that. The glue. You are my glue. <laughs> my brother, you. And Zach, of course, you got to give him a shout out. Zach, thanks for the work you do. And Ash, that was fire. It yes. was from the heart. And I know that, uh, yeah. And just to address the fact that, you know, that, that what you saw on the, the chosen is not a, it's not in the Bible. That story is not in the Bible. But the, the ethos of that story is in the Bible. And that is the follow me. And that it is different. I mean, he, when he draws on the ground, you know, those that shut as he's with a stick and he's drawing on the ground, those with a, with that cast the first stone, uh, let the first person that is without sin cast the first stone. And all of a sudden people leave. What's also true is that they literally ridiculed Jesus and they attacked his reputation and they just set out to destroy him. Even in death. Well, there's no difference in, in making sure that he pursued truth and salvation and what we do to produce the restoration, to bring it back, bring God back into our community, back into our society, back into a place where morals and ethics are driven by God's word, not by man's desire. Powerful, powerful message. So thank you. And thank you for saying that because you're right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, um, you're, I, and I can't read. Alvarian, I hope I said that right. Um, I'm not being judgmental. I don't know if you're talking to me or talking to someone else. And everyone else needs to be, be cognizant over the fact that she was not, she's not, uh, he, I think it's a she. I hope it's a she. Maybe it's a she. Um, or he. You tell me, he or she. But I just want you to know, don't always be judgmental. We want everybody to be able to be here, right? And uh, it's one of the great parts about what we do here is that we want you to feel like you can express your opinion. Okay? Without, except for trolls. Except for the Coomers. Yeah, they can stay away. And actually, on that, uh, I want to give a shout out to a Civic Chick. Yeah. From earlier yeah, pretty we awesome. We were here, and it was really, really good to have you here. So we were we we're very happy about that. We talked and about her afterwards. Like we literally had a call. She left this message as we were signing off. She said, "Sorry, I had to leave. Phone call. Uh, we'll go directly to the prayer because I missed it. Thank you for accepting me. I want what you all want. God bless the Republic. So God bless you, Civic Chick. It's really good to have you here. And what amazing for her for her to come out literally and say, "Look, I'm not I'm not a right winger." I'm just a, I'm an independent who was a Democrat up until President Trump. That was, that was a powerful deal. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Just to say thank you. We are in it together. We are definitely in it together. Hey, listen, God bless you all. I will uh, see you on the other side. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Oh, and Todd's on tomorrow. All right. All right. Tomorrow's going to be fire. All, all right. right. Take care. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, 
and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at Brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America. America.